This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 128, Calling America. Calling America is the eighth track on Balance of Power, third song on side two. In a 1986 issue of Soundcheck, Jeff Lynne said, Calling America is probably a true-to-life one because I do call up a lot. Sometimes you get as far as the satellite and nothing happens. And I just had a little picture of this voice sitting in the air talking to nobody going, Hello? It's actually 24,000 miles up in the sky, but not actually talking to anybody. And he's looking around to talk to somebody at this immense altitude. It's just about satellites. I love satellites and all that. The video for Calling America was shot in Paris. ELO is playing in front of Centre Georges Pompidou. It was directed by John Bugue, who is known for the pencil art animated video, Take On Me by AHA. The song was used in the 2011 movie, Larry Crown. Hello! Good morning, America! This is London! I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And I was so relieved when I first heard this song back in January 1986. I declared ELO as my band that I made that choice June 1983 when I got Secret Messages. After that, I started buying up all the ELO. I'm a, I'm a fan now. I'm in. This is, this is my band, and I'll be listening to them and collecting. And in the time between Secret Messages and Balance of Power, I had gotten the entire discography. And I was eagerly anticipating a new album from ELO. I wanted that fan experience of after you've heard all the songs, now you get to look forward to and you get to have that moment. That moment when there's a new music from your your band um took a long time i kind of wondered if our fun little conspiracy that the secret message and secret messages was that secret messages was the last elo album by 1983 elo was 12 years old and that's a pretty good run for a band most bands don't even make it to 10 years as far as recording albums and music goes Some are lucky to make it five years. So ELO had the longevity, and at that point, it wouldn't have surprised me if, after all that time, they decide, yeah, we're done with it. This was before I knew all the backstory that was going on and how Secret Messages was intended to be the last album. So um, nothing came out in 84. I kind of thought so. Last few albums, they were two years apart. Summer 85, I was expecting it. Mm, nothing. 
Nothing for the rest of 1985. Did ELO break up? Because there's no way I'd know. I don't have the inside press. There's no internet back then. You didn't see ELO in the, written in the newspaper or anything like that. And then a friend told me, oh, there's a new ELO. Oh, oh, sweet. And I heard it. And Calling America is a great song. I loved it. If I hadn't known, if a friend hadn't told me, oh, ELO's got something new out, and then a day or two later I heard it, I pretty much would have known right from the start. Just that opening. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's Jeff Lynne. And the rest of the song kicked in and it was great. I loved it. It was bouncy. It was catchy. It's the perfect first single for the album. Because really it's the best song on the album. I really don't have any problems with it. It's a pretty damn good song. I liked it from the moment I heard it myself. Mm -hmm. I never heard it on the radio at the time. Because it's at a point where I had stopped listening to mainstream radio stations. It's 86, so about the time I'm getting into a lot of alternative and punk music. Right. But... I never stop listening to progressive rock music either. Again, stuff that does not ever get played on the radio. <laughs> so, since I'm going through the singles at Tower Records, I see a new Electric Light Orchestra single. Yeah, I went ahead and just bought it. Hmm. Turned out to be a great song. And still have the picture sleeve for it. The record itself, unfortunately, I can't remember if it met with a mold problem in an apartment I was living in for a year mm. that... I'm still trying to replace a lot of records that got destroyed from that. Yeah. Or if it ran into a cat problem. <laughs> There's a reason I try to keep the cat away from the records. Yeah. Yeah, because when the cat knows that you actually like the records and you pay more attention to them than the cat, then the cat makes sure you pay attention to it. Yes, yes. Our cat Johnny at the time decided that she was going to be a music critic. Mm -hmm. And, well, yeah, it took some time to replace some of the covers and to air out the records. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this was what happened with this one since I actually do still have the cover. Surprising me because she knocked out a bunch of Duran Duran stuff. Oh, it's not so bad so, then. She barely missed the ELO, which... <laughs> <laughs> Which a lot of people are going to say she has great taste in music, if that's the case, or she goes on the Duran Duran and skips the ELO. Yeah, yeah. But for the song itself, even if I hadn't just went out and bought the single without hearing the song, I would have known it was an ELO song, because at that point I was familiar with Jeff Lynne's production, and mm -hmm. even with other people other than ELO. And so I would have said, ah, it's ELO, I want to go ahead and get this. I never got the album, though. I got the promo copy of this at Zia, the album anyway. Oh, and I got the 12-inch, don't I? I do. I got the 12-inch promo single. Huh. I liked it since the moment I heard it. It has that acapella introduction and then goes right into it. It's still very 80s. Oh, yeah. But it's good 80s. It is good 80s. Yeah, with Jeff Lynne singing throughout the song. Yeah, we're living in, in, the world. in 1986, I thought, yeah, we are. But also in 1986, I thought in about 5, 10, 15 34 years, the notion that 1986 is living in a modern world is going to seem kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 1986, we're VCRs. We can record TV shows off the TV now. Wow. But every time, for like years and years after this, every time there was some new thing that just amazed me, like, oh, wow, we're, that's, that's crazy. It's the future. Like when the internet came along, I was like, yeah. Now we're living in the modern world. DVDs, and now, honestly, I, I, the day I expected to have tens of thousands of songs, I thought it, I would have had a huge room filled with records, and not 
on something that's about as thick as an album cover and maybe about the size of a piece of typing paper. It's just crazy to me that I have all that music on, on my little MacBook here. So, yeah, we're, we're living in a modern world. And then about five years after this, it's going to be, yeah, how crazy that you thought 2020 was so modern. Yeah, no, I was watching Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome the other day and with the children with all the little things they kept from the modern world and used them as religious items. And you're looking at it going, oh, it's, well, yeah, oh, cute, 1980s. <laughs> 1985. <laughs> they, got a, they got a record on a pole. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they're wearing a circuit board that <laughs> can barely do a math problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the modern world in 1986. Exactly. Yeah. I saw somebody had written that this had sort of a Telstar vibe to it. And I thought, you know, for the guitar solo... I can kind of see it sounding sort of tell starry. Maybe, but yeah, the rest of it, though. If it wasn't for Lynn's vocals, it could be an Alan Parsons song. But it has that Lynn vocal touch to it, where he's double and triple and quadruple and quintuple tracked his vocals. Yeah. Even though, I don't know if they just had Richard Tandy mouth along with it in the video, or if he was actually doing background vocals. And I think Bev Bevan, yeah, he does do some, uh, in the video anyway. No, Bev just sits there and hits two electronic drum heads. (laughs) Yeah, but he, he does, I see him in the background singing Calling America. I have to double check to make sure that, that he's not saying something else in the background. Yeah, well, he Especially could be. Especially having to hit two drum heads, uh, probably going, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could be. And I really hope it never happens. No matter how modern the world becomes, I'm really hoping that there's never going to be a rap interlude in an ELO or even a Jeff Lynn's ELO song. I. Uh, yeah, I think Jeff Lynn has enough sense to know, yeah. I'm 72 and white. I really shouldn't be rapping. That's not my area of music, so... Neither is it Alice Cooper's, but... Yeah, but Alice Cooper sucks. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Got something to say about calling America? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375 Call now! It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Calling America. Can't get a message through. Calling America. That's what she said to do. Calling America. That's where she has to be. Calling America. She left a number for me. Hello? Is this the party who has answered my call? Was it a hit or was it? Calling America was the first single from Balance of Power. It was released in America on January 24th, 1986, with Caught in a Trap as the B-side. It got to number 18 on the Billboard Hot 100, besting Rock and Roll is King by one point. It got to number 22 on Billboard's Mainstream Rock Tracks chart, number 20 on Billboard's Adult Contemporary, number 26 on Cashbox, and number 20 on Radio and Records. A 12-inch was released with Caught in a Trap and Endless Lies. It was released in the UK on February 21st, 1986, with the same B-side on the 7-inch. It reached number 28 there. The European 12-inch replaced Endless Lies with Destination Unknown. 
In Australia, it got to number 47, number 31 in Germany, number 28 in Canada, number 22 in Austria, it reached number 23 in South Africa, number 16 in Ireland, and had its best showing in France where it hit number 10. It was covered by Geese Fighters in 2000, John Wayne Shot Me in 2008, Graham Boulevard in 2008, Ecstasy Planet, Yes We Have Some, and Dick Gray. Well, hello, this is Troy. I had comments prepared for Calling America, but they were too long and they were kind of boring. They were of the type, gee, this is really a great song. I love it. So, I'm a responsible person. I believe in recycling. So, with that in mind, I'm going to recycle my written comments to the song Sweet Talking Woman. Okay. Now, if you've read those written comments or heard them, I have a theory. I think Calling America is the third song in a trilogy about the same guy. I'm talking about the poor, hapless, sad sack who keeps ringing his ex-girlfriend's phone off the wall in telephone lines. I don't know how many times he does it, but come on, get a clue, dude. But instead, when it comes to sweet-talking woman, this idiot is now bringing the poor operator into it. I mean, why would you want to do that, man? Telephone operators worked for probably less than minimum wage, and they had better things to do with their time than to help you stalk your ex-girlfriend. Well, now it's almost 10 years later, and he still doesn't have a clue. And now he's got one of those, ooh, satellite phones. You know, those ones that weigh a ton, and you keep them in your car, and he's talking off a satellite, trying to reach his beloved in America, and he says, she left a number for me. Dude, get a clue. She left you a fake number. Just like Elaine in that Festivus episode of Seinfeld left a fake number for those mutants who work at the horse track. She gave them the number for a bagel shop. Well, dude, that's what this girl is doing. She didn't leave a number for you. It was a fake number. Come on, dude. It's 30-some years later, and I hope you're still not doing this, because if you are, you're probably in jail. This has been A Thought from Troy. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? They like I danced to it. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 129, Endless Lies. <laughs>